Hey everybody, welcome back to A Higher Future. This is UBC Mignetti from Interview IA. And today, uh, this, this conversation could probably last a, a couple hours at least, but um, we'll, we'll give you a, a nice 15, 20 minutes uh, of this. Uh, it's really it, talking about um, you know, a, a mix of things, technology, the great resignation, how we're supporting uh, you know, the, the majority of people out there who are working. Right and and how that shifted. So before we get into that, Sheila Stafford, hello, how are you? Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, how do you introduce yourself to people? So I'm Sheila Stafford. I'm the CEO of TeamSense. I am honored to lead a uh, a fantastic team of software developers that serve our nation's manufacturing employees and hourly workers. And I love that. And it, it's we're, so it's funny because both our companies are essentially COVID babies. Uh, we, we were born out of that. What, what was the impetus for TeamSense last year? Yeah, you know, when we were formed, like you said, we started right as the time the economy was shutting down. And TeamSense was born with the need to get these manufacturing workers or for folks that, you know, don't have an option to stay and work from home back in and, and to do so safely. And we had a really unique insight. Our team has some background, um, including myself in the manufacturing space that, you know, these particular workers do not like company sponsored apps on their personal phone, which is completely understandable. Sure. And so what we did is we built a COVID symptom screening solution uh, that was non-app based with kind of the notion of, hey, there's so much more that we can do on a, a non-app base to connect, engage, and enable this workforce. And so we did that and, and off and running uh, past COVID and now into the future. Oh, I love that. And well, because what's fascinating to me about that is I, I was looking at um, some stats from some of some of your um, uh, collateral. And yeah. the one of those was, was really com was comparing those workers who typically work at a desk versus everybody else. And the numbers are staggering. Like it's it's such a, a small percentage of desk workers yeah. versus hourly workers and other workers in the manufacturing and factory. For sure. Spaces. Yeah. Like that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I mean, even globally, like the U.S. is very similar globally as well. Is that you know, eighty percent of the workforce is actually what they call deskless. So these like non-desk huh. workers. And what's even more fascinating is if you look at kind of like innovations and investments and, and follow VCs and, and where they place their money. Like if they're investing in like workplace productivity tools, 90% of their investments were going to office workers, which is mind boggling, right? Like 90% yes. of the investments is going to 20% of the population. You're like, this makes no sense. But like, we could like, we could sit here and name like a hundred different things that have popped out like Zoom and Teams and Miro boards and like on and on and on about right. how to make those folks more productive. But then there's no investment for the hourly. And so we're happy to fill that that gap. And there's so, so much more that we can do. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, you know, we were talking about the great resignation, this this yes. term that's been coined for, I think the number is around 15 million people who've left their roles since April of this year, 2021. Um, and it, what's fascinating is, yeah, do you that that focus now has to shift, right? Like what do, how do companies shift from that 20% of people in the office at a desk to now the 80% of people who, who oh, needed this more than ever before, but now they do absolutely need it. 
Well, I mean, the light has been shown on these these workers, and I think it's, it's there's so many things going on right now. It's almost a, a bit like apocalyptic to some extent for these companies, right? If you think about like your one, you have supply chain disruptions everywhere, right? People can't get the stuff to actually produce the goods. At the same time, you have crazy demand, and so everybody has you know this ability to kind of produce to to maximum amount. And then on top of that, you've got this labor shortage and that's convoluted with, you know, the great resignation of folks just being like, hey, I've had enough. Like, there's yeah. plenty of jobs out there. Like, I can go and work for someone else and I can likely, you know, I don't need to, to continue to carry, you know, the weight and, and the burden if they're not, you know, appreciative of those workers. And so you've got kind of the supply chain issue. You've got these hourly workers that are now, you know, you see it with the John Deere strikes that are going on and like that power shift has come back. And so like that population is a little bit unrest. At the same time, it's also impacting your your office workers, right? So they're right. at home. Like it doesn't matter if they're logging in from their kitchen table to your company or the next company. And so you also have to take care of them. And so at the top, like you can see so much turmoil that are facing these companies where they have to do something to fix it. Yeah, apocalyptic. That's a good that's a word I, I haven't heard in a minute. And as it relates to this, because you're right though. I mean, how many companies did we hear about who had to close their doors, you know, early on into COVID and last year, but even more so now who, you know, that there's, I don't know, like that that's coming, right? Because if they haven't made a change to adapt to this new future yeah, of work, this late. new world, I don't know, is it too late? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it would be really hard. It's, it's what's once an employee kind of like realizes like, hey, the grass is greener and there's plenty of other opportunities. And if they're not happy, they're like, why carry the extra weight climbing this mountain? I can just take that backpack off, go climb another mountain without that added weight, right? Like there's so many opportunities for, uh, for employees these days. Like if companies haven't already been um, thinking about, you know, how to engage and enable their employees, they, they need to be yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and what, what, what's cool. So when you say non-app, do you mean like uh, they can just access it through a browser on their phone sort of thing? Yeah. So we use a combination of a text base and then a browser system. Oh, cool. So okay. Our browsers have the security token built into it. And so when yep. they text us keywords, we can understand who they are. Um, kind of very similar to two-factor authentication. Like we recognize who the number is. We say, like, oh, this person belongs to this company and they ask for this thing and then we deliver them back. Uh, usually it's a link to a mobile um, use that then has that security token built into it. And so they can go through and do surveys and workflows and access, you know, important company information like payroll login, benefits login, company mm -hmm. news, things like that. Yeah, that, I love uh, that use of technology in um, because it's there's so much technology out there, first of all, and then you bring in AI into the mix and a lot of that technology starts to, you know, become a replacement uh, for human beings, but that's not, that's not the direction you're going, right? Like that's yeah. similar to us. Yeah. Yeah. We are going actually to helping, to using our digital tools to enable the managers to be better managers, right? Like right, we want right. them to be great. We don't want to replace them you know, our next product that's actually launching in Q1 of next year in 2022 is really um, like a, an onboarding product that actually nudges the managers and gives them information that they otherwise could not keep in their heads. So you can imagine, you know, one of our customers has a manager to employee ratio of 120 to one. 
Now that's extreme. On average, they're like 30 to 40 to one, but even so, like, you know, <laughs> understanding it and being able to congratulate an employee on like, hey, it's your hundredth day with the company. Like, congratulations, we're so happy you're here. And mm -hmm. nudging the manager to give that reminder versus delivering it ourselves is a way that we could just help them be better and build that connection without having the mental capacity, you know, on the manager, because they're already, you know, stressed trying to, to make the numbers and, and deliver the goods and everything else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I love that because that's the, that, that's the same focus for us is how do we make the human beings better that, you know, right. we can learn, <laughs> you know, and, and so how do we, and we can use technology to do that in a much more better and consistent way. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of uh, times when I think, you know, maybe I had like, uh, I don't know, like a team of 10 and I'm like, how do I ever remember anything about them like it's just and especially now when we're so disconnected even more i'm not thinking about that when i'm here at home and doing my job i'm just like heads down do it right and oh that's oh, i love that i love those that. are the things that make the difference right if you think about like okay what's gonna yeah. make the difference from an employee staying or leaving more often than not like they say that employees don't leave companies they leave managers right Absolutely. like that's one of the big quotes right and so like how can you better enable your managers it's gonna be so important I think about it's the little things, right? Like if you think about the best relationships you've had with companies that you've worked for and those managers, it's like, hey, they remembered like when it was my birthday. Like, like my parents barely right. remember that, right? <laughs> right. That. Yeah. You're my best friend. Like, uh, how is this happening? So yeah. It's it's a really really cool opportunity. We're super excited. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and I think that relationship can start in in the interview process. You know, the the hiring process and. It, what's interesting now, there's something, um, there was a quote I read that you, I think you had said, or uh, somebody from the team had said about, you know, you don't have to be an expert in a function to, to lead that function or to be a part of that function, right? And so how do you, especially now, like how do we evaluate people who, one, because we don't have the current huge you know, right candidate pool to pull from right so we're there's labor so shortage true. talent's so not coming so how do we evaluate the talent that is coming even though they don't necessarily have the exact experience we think we need right. what do we look there's at there's all those old adages of like bet on talent and you're like yes but how do i know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like right. i'm with you like i agree but like help me figure it out i completely agree yes uh yeah i think because that's it's it's People can be taught certain things, and especially if they have technology like you're talking about, right? That that's supporting them all along the way, right? It's not just that oh, for sure. one course you're taking when you first start, and then that's it. Right, and it's like this idea of like where do you have specialists in your org versus where you have generalists, right? Yeah. And like rethinking yeah. that, right? Because if you can, um, you like you said, get a broader pool of talent to come in and like if you really think like okay does this person really need a specialist are they like, the actual like doer or are they the manager of the folks that do and then like can you pull from a broader pool and then again like what sort of tools do you have to understand like okay like what is the true talent that they need to do here as opposed to like the specific tasks like absolutely man well i am excited for what you all are doing so you said there's in q1 you've got that the next kind of product the yeah, manager support engagement. product coming out that's awesome what what else like what else are you all trying 
to accomplish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so do you know what's so fun about the technology that we built is that it's so extensible into many different areas. And so like we really have created a digital workflow engine. Um, and so I'll give you a couple examples of things that we do now. So like right now we've basically automated the employee call-in process, right? So if they have an unscheduled okay. absence, typically what they would do um, if a company doesn't subscribe to TeamSense is that they would call like a 1-800 number mm -hmm. or they call their manager and they leave a long-winded message and go something like, hey, like I'm not gonna be able to make it in today. Like my kid is really sick and I haven't been able to find a babysitter, but like I'm also really sick too. And so it's just not gonna work out. And they leave that. And then the manager's stuck of like, okay, I need to code that absence into the system. And like those things matter, right? They matter to their sure. employment record and how many. And so in that case, like, do you code that as like my sick, my kid is sick and I can't find a sitter or I'm sick because I also have symptoms. And so like, the managers are left having to make these decisions or follow up. And so what we do is we simply put that into a text-based survey and it's a branching survey. And so like they answer like, hey, I'm going to be out for today. And then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I'm going to be sick. Mm -hmm. And the employee selects exactly what they want. And it it's, ends up being really fair of like, hey, you, like you've selected this. This is the type of absence. We're going to code it into the system in that way. And so we can automate that. And so with this kind of like branching serving logic, like our customers have come back to us, which I love. Like they just love innovating. And they're like, yeah. hey, like you can do this like survey on demand if I just text you a keyword. And so we recently signed um, a large company. Their business is they they run the cafeteria solutions for other companies, right? So like oh, cool. imagine yeah. like like uh, Google doesn't have their own like cafeteria solution, right? They have a third party company. And so like, we've got a, a deal with that third party company. And they're like, hey, do you know what we do is every day we have to do a safety walk and we have to write down on a piece of paper, like the freezer temperature. We have right. to check and make sure that like all the food in the refrigerator is, is labeled and dated. Mm -hmm. And they're like, my folks, write this down on a piece of paper and it goes into a filing cabinet. Like, I can't pull any data from that. Like, if I could even track, like, the change in Delta, like, freezer temperature, like, maybe I might predict that, like, it's going to go bad before we lose thousands of dollars. Yeah. And so, like, can you automate that? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Of course. So now they can just text <laughs> us a word. Boom. We send them the survey. They do it online. They can download wow. things. And so, like so so many different uh applications for the same technology it's it's a ton of fun and a great way to interact with our customers and really figure out like hey what are your like crappy processes that we can make more efficient? exactly and they've oh. got a whole list of them so we're super excited i love that i love that well i we could keep talking forever uh, i know but so thank you though sheila this was great i it, it's just it's nice to know that there are other companies out there who really are trying to make a, an impact on as many people as possible. You know, I think that's yeah, like where that. we're at right now. This is kind of the future of work is how do we help the most people po as possible if for, in a good way, right? So I thank you for agree. that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and making sure that technology is used to enhance humans, not, yes. not replace them, right? So, so important. And in everything is, we do. That's the mic drop of the show, everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Sheila. Thank you, everybody, for continuing to tune in. Uh, check out A Higher Future on our website. And thank you again for, uh, for, for listening in. Take care, everybody. Absolutely. Take care.